Welcome to WMFA, a podcast about why and how we write. I'm Courtney Ballastier, and on this week's mini-sode, I'm talking about accepting your process. We writers love to hear about each other's processes. Tell me what you do. Is it like what I do? Then we're either relieved or horrified. Here is someone like us, or proof that we're wrong. I have on my desktop something Elizabeth Gilbert said in an episode of her Big Magic podcast, that we're often looking for the one person who's going to tell us what our darkest inner voice says, who's going to say, see, you're not doing it right. There is no right. 4 a.m. is right. Your lunch break is right. If it gets words on the page, it's right. A few years ago, I had a period in which I was, and I'm not exaggerating, afraid to read. I didn't know what would happen. I could be subjected to any emotion, could be made to feel any uncomfortable thing. I could also be reminded, of course, that I wasn't writing anything. I was lying on the couch watching psych reruns and guilt napping. I eventually came out of that phase, but I still can't read fiction before bed. And even though I talk about this quirk as if I've made peace with it, saying that I feel too much, get too emotionally invested, that I don't find it relaxing in the way that I find information relaxing, all of which is true, by the way, I've also still felt a little wrong, a little broken. Then the other day, I accepted it. Not on my own, but with, of all things, an Instagram cartoon. And this is going to be a plug for Strange Planet, which is a hysterical comic uh, by a guy named Nathan Pyle that you should definitely check out if you're not familiar with it. Strange Planet's premise is built on aliens trying to make sense of the human world. Um, So in this cartoon, one was explaining to the other that he was reading a book. If I am successful, I will be despondent upon completion, he says. His friend replies, well, I hope you are devastated. To which the reader says, thank you, lowering my defenses. And that was it. Acknowledgement. It is emotionally vulnerable. You do open yourself up to deep and potentially uncomfortable feelings. Once someone else had acknowledged it, it felt so obvious that I didn't understand why I was beating myself up about feeling something that was now so clearly inherent in the experience. So my own acceptance of my process is very much ongoing. But one thing I'm seeing already, a meaningful side effect maybe, is that it frees you up to see writing in the larger context of your life. To say, this is how writing works for me, how it fits into my life. And this is important to me because I've been trying on lately this idea of writing as a relationship, as something I am in a relationship with. This helps give me some distance, which I desperately need. Just a little bit of separation that can ease the anxiety that gets bound up in seeing writing as your identity, which I do, sometimes too much to a fault. Um, And this also gives permission. Relationships are weird. They're hard and idiosyncratic. Accepting your process, then, is accepting your relationship. This is how it works for us, for me and my writing. But, of course, it does have to work. And that's a lot of trial and error and willingness to say, well, writing at 6 a.m. isn't good for me after all, or, well, I can't really hit a thousand words in a day. For a long time, I thought I had to sit at the screen for hours to make myself work that way, even though I don't really work that way. I work in bursts, then I get antsy, then I burn off the antsiness, and then I come back. I'm writing this, for example, with a timer set for 20 minutes. Accepting your process is about honesty. 
is this working for me? Or is this a crutch? Or is this something I'm trying to force that's no good? We have to hold ourselves accountable for the sake of the relationship. We all know writers who talk about their process with bloated self-importance. Maybe that's why I, for one, and I think a lot of other people too, are so much more inclined to lean in the other direction, to be kind of ashamed of their process. I don't know why we do this, assume that we must have it wrong and everyone else must have it right. And no, of course, though, when I say we, I mean I. Because books get written on note cards, on iPhones, on commutes, in beds, at desks, on planes. One thing I love about making WMFA is being able to offer these infinite examples of process to help someone say, oh, this writer does it like I do. But know that even if you've never recognized your process in another writer, you're still fine. And I don't mean the work is still fine or your process is still fine. You are still fine. Because I'm sorry to say it, but what we're really talking about here is self-acceptance. Self-acceptance, of course, is important for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that it is the first stage of trust. Are you scared of yourself? I am, a lot of the time. I don't even really know why. I don't know what I'm afraid of finding. But when I'm stalling or procrastinating, when I'm not trusting my process, I think that this self-fear is a big reason why. That's what I mean about honesty. We have to look at ourselves and be able to say when we're hiding, when we're avoiding, when we're taking shortcuts to get away from ourselves, which, of course, is the very place our art wants us to go. What I'm saying is that maybe you really can't write after 2 p.m. or more than 500 words at a go. Or maybe you can. It's spring. We're starting to see blooms, and they look like the beginning of something, but they're not. The beginning was the seed. And when we plant a seed, we don't spend the next two weeks nervous because we only see dirt. We know it's just the stage we're in, and that the shoot will emerge soon. It's harder to trust in the creative process this way, both because it involves trusting ourselves, and because the creative process can seem so wild and unpredictable and inconsistent. And yes, it can be wild and unpredictable and inconsistent. Which is why our own process matters so much. Maybe the better analogy isn't soil and seeds anyway, but sky and stars. If all of our creativity and ideas and lived experience, the raw material of our work, is a night sky, then our process is whatever lets us keep showing up and looking up and finding constellations. To read an expanded essay of this mini-sode, join my Patreon community at patreon.com slash WMFA podcast. Does this topic resonate with your writing practice? Tell me what you're thinking at hello at WMFAPodcast.com or 347-685-4836. The WMFA logo was created by Unsold Studio, and our theme music is Jazz Dancer by Double Winter. Find them at doublewinter.bandcamp.com. WMFA is made in Pittsburgh by Courtney Ballastier, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>